three, two, two one. one. Glasses. Mug. Kind of. They're both. They're both containers for liquids. Except I was looking at your glasses when I said it. Shh. <laughs> we don't record the video. They don't need to know that. We don't record the video. <laughs> oh. Uh, All right. Podcast killed the video star. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. You ready to get into it? Uh-huh. Chai Hi there. there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. Hey, Allie. Hey, Julia. Why did the hipster burn his tongue? Why? He drank his coffee before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Ooh. No, you have to do the <sighs> yep. thing that you do. <laughs> gonna be a good day oh yeah (laughs) so this week uh i was inspired to do something random mostly because i forgot to write notes and that we were recording this weekend so (laughs) i went with one of my favorite drinks also because this episode is coming out right before my birthday, so I chose my favorite drink, which is a flat white. Ooh. So before we dive too far into what that is, how you brewing? I am brewing chaotically. All right. Um, I have been in very good and very bad moods over the past couple weeks, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as I told you. I accidentally melted my kettle to my burner last night. It came off since then, but now I need a new kettle. Um, There was something else chaotic. What was it? I don't even know. My brain. My brain is just TV static. Really wishing I could have caffeine recently and then remembering how badly that went last time. So I'm not having the caffeine still. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. It's it's rough. It's made me very grumpy at work. Oh. <laughs> Luckily, I have at least a couple people there that we can just full on sarcasm. Oh, that's what I wanted to mention. One of my coworkers, who's a guy who's probably like in his late 30s, early 40s, and we kind of like go back and forth like brother and sister of just like griping at each mm-hmm. other. And he comes in the other morning with one of the tiny Starbucks cups. And he just has, like, black espresso in it. And okay. I don't know why, but I walked up to him and went, are you drinking an espresso? <laughs> and he was like, we'll have to bleep it. But he went, you're a real d- sometimes. <laughs> and so, I, like, I didn't, I didn't th- it's one of those things where I didn't think about it beforehand. I just said it because uh-huh. I went into podcast mode where we say things like that. <laughs> How was your espresso? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Betty loved that. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally fine. Well, he he and my other coworker decided it'd be funny because we have a doorbell that rings from the back to the front of the office in mm-hmm. case the guys needed us. But it's one that you just move around, like it doesn't even plug in. So they put it in my ceiling a while ago. <laughs> okay. So, but it was so quiet because they didn't turn the volume up. I didn't even hear it. Like, you could barely hear a little ding if you were listening for it. Mm-hmm. And then the battery died. So it was in my <laughs> my ceiling for a long time. So I feel like the espresso was revenge for that kind of stuff. That's fair. It was earned. <laughs> I'm just 
just thinking they put it in your ceiling, like they removed the tile and just mm-hmm. kind of shoved it inside where the, the gap is and then put the tile back. So it, you just randomly hear. <laughs> That's exactly what they did. What? They didn't like attach it to the ceiling? No, no, no. It's just like a little, uh, uh, it almost looks like a baby speaker. Can't you like talk through those? No, this one is just a speaker for you push the button that's like adhered to the door outside uh-huh. and battery and radio signals over to the little speaker. So okay. they literally just moved a ceiling tile and put it up on top of a ceiling tile and put it back. But then they forgot which ceiling tile they moved. So we had quite a few days. We finally found it. And I have since planted it in his office on maximum volume, but I think it's too far from the button. So we're going to have to figure that out. Because he asked me the other day, he's like, where is it? And I know I sat there going ding, 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 while he was in there. So I'm going to have to move it. Dang. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I get paid to do. How are you brewing? (laughs) I am brewing all right. I also had a really rough mental health week. And my emotions have just been kind of everywhere lately. Like, I'm just mentally exhausted because I've been training uh, a new girl at work. And she's catching on really fast. But one, I didn't know I was training her, so I wasn't prepared. Two, Mm. uh, my boss keeps overshadowing me and like, everything I do and I think I'm doing right. He ends up going back on what I said and it just makes me look stupid. So, Ah. I'm just tired. So mm-hmm. definitely, definitely had some nights where I was just like, can we just watch YouTube? <laughs> Didn't do anything else that night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, something I forgot to mention last Saturday, I said, heck, we're going to do it. And I cut all my hair off. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm sporting a long pixie and it's all floopy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I love it. And it looks so good. Thank you. <laughs> I ran around that whole weekend to because I saw both sides of my family. I was like, look at Julia's hair. Isn't it so cute? Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God, I love that. What did they think? They really liked it. Mom, for a second, she was like, wait, that's Julia? Oh. I was like, yeah. She's like, it looks so good. Oh, I think you. Because, you know, mom also has a very short haircut. Yes, your so. mom has always had short hair as long as I've known her. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess yes. you got me beat there. <laughs> Um, I think the only other significant thing we did was that uh, one night uh, we do online trivia. Uh, so you, mm-hmm. me, Gage, since he's been on the podcast, and Mike, mm-hmm. we're all playing trivia and we won, which is fun. Yeah. We should be getting that prize mm-hmm. pack soon. Yeah. Let me Woo-hoo. know what's in it because I'm curious to know. Yeah, we can split it when you come up. Which, oh yeah, Allie's coming up this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, coming up this weekend and in two more after that. Whoop, whoop, birthday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More on that next time, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, uh, I'm i brewing pretty good. Good. My, uh, my emotions are just kind of everywhere right now, so we're just going to ride on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fun recording. Heck yeah. <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> We're just going to feed off each other, and by the end, we're just going to be like, ah! <laughs> My jaw already hurts. Same. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so yeah. I have a quick fire question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a flat white? Ever? No. All right. I have not. That's, that's yep. not surprising, because honestly, it was very recently that it even came to the United States. So... Mm. 
I'm, I'm not surprised that you haven't had one. I think the only reason mm -hmm. I had had one was because I worked as a barista and someone ordered it and I, I kind of looked at my manager and I was like, what's a flat white? So she <laughs> showed me and the lady got really mad when I didn't do it right. Oh. Ah, coffee snobs. Thanks, lady. Thanks, lady. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, um, I have had a flat white, but that's only because I worked in a coffee shop. Hmm, nice. So did you get to drink the one that you quote unquote didn't do right? No, I think my manager poured it down the sink. Oh. Yeah. Dude. She had me try one later, I think. Okay. Wait, what is a flat white? That is such a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, so there's there's really a couple sides of this story and it depends on who you ask. And by who I mean not me. I mean whether you <laughs> ask an American, well that does count as me. Um, a Kiwi, uh -huh. aka New Zealander, or an, an Aussie, aka an Australian, because oh. um, there's quite a few different uh, versions of this drink, and it's kind of hard to narrow it down on who actually claims it. <laughs> ah, okay. Definitely not us, unless you consider the flat white a completely different different drink. But we'll mm. get into that. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. So. If you were to ask me, an American, uh -huh. I would tell you that it is a double or triple ristretto shot with foam poured high, uh, brought low to make a little dot of foam right in the middle. So okay. espresso and steamed milk um, uh -huh. that has a little dot, and that's what makes it a flat white. Okay, Don't wait. Don't know why. Yes. What does it mean to pour high and then low? Good question. So you have your steaming pitcher that you have freshly steamed your milk of choice, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to start with it with the cup either on the table or in your hand. And you're okay. going to have the milk pitcher kind of near eye level. And you're going to okay. start pouring from up high and progressively bring it lower to the cup until all you have left in the cup is a little bit of foam, which you will then use a spoon to make a dollop of tiny white dots. That's fancy stuff. Yes, it is a really fun technique. It's part of the reason I fell in love with the drink to begin with. It mm -hmm. doesn't taste much different than a latte, which is another touchy subject. Um, <laughs> but it's really, really fun to make. And I think that's part of the reason mm -hmm. I love it so much. That and snobs are like, yes, I like a flat white. I uh, like the fancy drinks, the foreign drinks. Oh, oh, I like it when you make my coffee do trapeze art. <laughs> trapeze art. <laughs> I've been reading a book about a circus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like it. So about a year later, I traveled to Wilmington, North Carolina where mm -hmm. I learned that it was actually an Australian drink and that Starbucks mm. has absolutely butchered the drink. It's nothing like it should be. Typical. I'll go into the specific reasons why, uh, but for mm -hmm. now we're just going to say it's not it, right? Okay. Um, so I learned that um, the Australian version only comes in one size, 
and it's like yay big uh, i've just held up about two and a half inches maybe three inches a, a like the puppy cup. size a puppuccino from starbucks yes yes it should be <laughs> a, a much smaller cup because mm-hmm. i uh looked like a little idiot when i said can i have a large and he was like no <laughs> <laughs> like, oh but we'll we'll go again more into detail with that in a little bit um okay. and if you asked me today which you mm-hmm. did what a flat white is <laughs> I would say that I'm not sure because New Zealand has also claimed it. And after further research, ah. I'm more confused than ever. Perfect. <laughs> we love being confused. So let's dive in, shall we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with the difference between a flat white and a latte, um, mm-hmm. according to a couple of different people, because I, I couldn't find a definitive answer. Okay. <laughs> Someone out there is probably like, I'm the expert. I know the real answer. And I'm going to just say, maybe, depending on where you live, because there really doesn't seem to be a right answer. If you feel that you are the expert on the difference between a flat white <laughs> and a latte, please feel free to email us at webrewgood at gmail.com and we can have you on for a follow-up interview. If you are, in fact, a Starbucks barista, I would like to have a, a moment to talk with you first. Because I also or, know that one. <laughs> or Australian. Oh, I would love to speak with you if you're Australian. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's go to Outback and find somebody. <laughs> Oi! How you make a flat white? <laughs> hey. Okay. That was my best Australian accent. <laughs> Oi! Oi! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. The main difference between a flat white and a latte has mostly to do with the amount of foam and the type of foam. Okay. According to Eileen P. Kinney, a barista and a coffee writer, a flat white Mm -hmm. will have a bit less microfoam than a latte and often less volume, but still creamy milk over the same amount of espresso. So you're taking the same espresso amount. And you're adding just the creamiest, richest milk. Mm. The other main difference is that a latte is generally served in a glass. This varies between Mm -hmm. cafes because I've never seen a latte in a glass. Um, Googling latte in glass pulls up like what I would expect to see. It looks like a tall whiskey glass almost. Like it has those big scalloped parts on the bottom. Oh, that's what you mean by scallops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have seen that before. So, a latte is uh, traditionally served in a glass, varying mm-hmm. between cafes, while a flat white will be served in a ceramic, so like a mug, a cup, mm-hmm. um, and often in a smaller ceramic than a cappuccino, also varying between cafes. Okay. So, with all the variation... We'll just leave it at, it's mostly because of the foam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That works for me. It's very confusing because Mm -hmm. there's a fight right now. Not not, not like a fist fight, but like a a large debate going on about what makes a flat white actually a flat white. And they're having Mm. a hard time narrowing it down due to individual recipes and, and tradition. Right. So 
We're going to say it's because of the foam. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the reason I had such a hard time giving you a recipe for this, because I wasn't sure which one to use. Right. Because there's a lot of differences. And if you're Mm -hmm. not careful, you just make a latte. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just made a latte. (laughs) Well, it looks very pretty. Thank you. It is a beautiful latte. Yes. That I'm going to call a flat white. (laughs) So, when did it show up? Mm -hmm. So, I mentioned that it just recently came to the United States. And I mean that very literally. Uh, So, up until a few years ago... The flat white didn't exist in the United States unless you worked in a specialty shop. So ones that would have other countries' coffees. Right. Starbucks began selling the flat white uh, on January 6th, uh, 2015. Oh. So not long ago. That's... Seven. Seven years ago? (laughs) Yeah. Seven years and one month today. Side note, I gra- we I graduated high school that year. I feel so I graduated so high school the next year. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> graduated high school 7 years ago. My gosh. Yep. Think about all of the great things you've done in the meantime though. I've changed so much. Mhm. <laughs> That's what I focus on. So, after that, a man named Derek Thompson uh noticed a trend and tweeted at a little coffee shop in the East Village, and everybody is ordering a flat white. The Starbucks effect. And the drink spiked in popularity after that. Thanks, Derek. (laughs) But this isn't where it first became popular. So we're going to jump back a few decades, and we're going to go on a little trip. In our favorite rocket ship? Zooming through the skies. Little flat white. (laughs) I love that. It's perfect. (laughs) So, I. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, I am going to be calling this segment the Battle Across the Tasman Sea. (laughs) Okay. Because now we are entering the war between Australia and New Zealand. Ah. Separated by the Tasman Sea. There's. Gotcha. Because that's where Tasmania is, like the island. It's in the middle there. The devils. Yes. Yes. Anyways. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) In an interview with Anna Bronze, a food blog writer with Kitchen, spelled with no E. (laughs) Fancy. (laughs) K-I-T-C-H-N. Excuse me, you dropped your E? (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Uh, We get two sides of this story. One from Australia and one from New Zealand. So we're going to start with the New Zealand side, which Mm -hmm. I think is going to be the side I'm siding with. (gasps) I know. Shocker. Okay. So I'm going to side with Australia on principle. Okay, fine. Okay. So (laughs) according to the New Zealander, the drink was definitely a Kiwi thing and was invented by none other than... Would you like to guess? I'm going to say Sam Neill. No, I don't know who that is. He is the guy that is in Jurassic Park. He plays the American. <laughs> but he's he's Kiwi. Oh, okay. He's from New Zealand. I like that answer. He's also in Peaky Blinders and does a fantastic Irish accent. 
and he was in something else and did a third accent that still wasn't Kiwi. Oh, he was in um <laughs> Gerald's game. He was Gerald. <laughs> Well, this was a wonderful guess. That is not correct. <laughs> it was invented by none other than Derek Townsend, the man who tweeted. Oh, <laughs> Derek. <laughs> you can't say that. Darn it. D d d d Derek. <laughs> I'm just going to bleep it and leave that because that was beautiful. <laughs> what a turn of events. So Derek Townsend claimed to have actually invented the drink himself. I feel so betrayed. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it, I thought this was an organic growth, and he's just over here playing the social media game, and he played it well. Yeah. I'm going to rank him right up there with Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Ryan questions why I always say Jeffrey instead of Jeff. <laughs> because of inside. I don't feel right anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, this man was a legend. He could mm -hmm. steam three jugs of milk in one hand and make more than 1,500 flat whites in an hour, grinding the what? coffee to the correct size using nothing but his bare fists. <laughs> this man punched <laughs> beans to the correct size. He'd be really good at real-life Minecraft. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm actually not sure how much of this is true, but it mm -hmm. did inspire the name of his first cafe, which we're going to loop back to. Okay. Um, there is a little bit of mixed information about his cafes, but here's the gist of what I could find. Uh -huh. So we're going to be pulling from a couple different sources to try to piece together one story because mm -hmm. everyone just kind of has a little different take on this. Okay. All right. So according to findfoodsnz.co.nz, so a New, Eng uh, New England, a New Zealand <laughs> uh, website, he has a larger coffee, coffee company that was established in 1982 called Carajo's Coffee Company. And I think that's not the correct accent or pronunciation, but I don't uh -huh. speak ki Kiwi. Uh, what, what language do they speak? I think so. I, I vote that. Okay. I don't speak Kiwi. Yep. <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way. I'm a big fan of New Zealand, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... He established Carajo's Coffee Company, which owns Cafe Extreme, which is the one where he punched the coffee beans. Cafe Extreme! And the original DKDs, uh, which we'll come back to that one specifically. Okay. And according to newshub.co.nz, in 1981, Derek and some of his friends opened what they called the, the first real cafe. Apparently, they thought that there was no cafe culture, and they were going to fix that. Um, please refer to our previous episodes about cafe culture. <laughs> well, I guess it didn't make its way down under. All right. And down All right, under that's that. Fair. That's fair. To, I mean. Can we call it down under and way down under? <laughs> down under and down underer. Down underer. Downer underer. I'm so tempted to make that the name of this this episode. <laughs> please but no one's gonna know that it's about a flat white well you just put flat white in parentheses okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so the original dkd cafe was 
up a flight of stairs at the back of Auckland Civic Theater Center, or building. Center? Uh-huh. Center. <laughs> in a space that had been vacant since the 20s. So this thing had been vacant for almost 60 years. Interesting. Yeah. They said, that's where we're going to stick a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally. Just add, like, some plants, and it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Just needs a little it's dusting. totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> So, I couldn't find how many there were at the moment. I think it's uh-huh. actually closed, or they've renamed it to just Carajo's Coffee. Um, the okay. original DKDs are closed, um, ah. either permanently or because of COVID. I'm not entirely sure. According to Google Maps, they're closed. Okay. Um, but I am excited to say that a DKD is in Massachusetts. Hey. I don't know how it got here, but I'm excited that it is. How did I get here? <laughs> DKD, the cafe. How did I get here? <laughs> you come back and it's just the original building that's completely empty now. It's just DKD <laughs> and then nothing. Perfect. Um, <sighs> so the DKD was inspired by cafes of italy and france as a place to meet and share ideas you know og coffee culture yeah that we've mentioned yeah. several times on this podcast this is, this is such an original idea i'm really thankful that derek is in the world <laughs> well he's bringing it to other people he's taking an idea and putting it somewhere else <laughs> fine fine derek don't mind me over here on team australia <laughs> where we don't bother to punch beans as far as i know Die means die. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna fast forward to making the menu. Okay. Mm. So this included a short black, a long black, a cafe latte, a cappuccino, and the flat white, described as a long black with cold foam. Okay. And I'm thinking that cold foam is very different than the cold foam that you find at Starbucks because that is blended. Like, um, mm. it, it blends all of the milk until you have just microfoam. I'm uh, thinking this is completely different, but I don't know for sure. Maybe? It could just be really whipped milk. Probably. Unknown. We'll come back to that again. Okay, okay. so according to News Hub, in those days, New Zealand didn't have any espresso-based coffee. Okay. So... Um, this might be the first time that they actually have an espresso coffee shop in New Zealand at all. Mm. It's going to be upstairs in uh, an Auckland theater. Perfect. (laughs) So, I mean, theater people do need espressos. Facts. So, I feel like it's a good spot. I agree. If the theater was open. So, they originally said, try this, meaning the flat white. And mm-hmm. if you don't like it, I'll make you something else. So he had been trying to develop this new drink and was mm-hmm. just, like, offering it to people. And uh, no one asked for anything else. They loved it. Wow. That's good. Yeah. So he later developed this milk technique to make it sweeter and creamier by stretching the milk 500%. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can we interview Derek? <laughs> I want to talk to Derek. I genuinely don't know what he meant by stretching <laughs> the milk 500. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of this literally and figuratively. Literally, you can't mm-hmm. stretch a liquid. It's not stress, stretch, stretchable. Right. Figuratively, maybe making it go further? Maybe like doing something with the pouring, like the high to low pouring, where it looks like it's stretching, even though it's not, if you do it back and forth enough times. I don't even know if that's used in this technique. All I, I know is that is a barista <laughs> thing for Starbucks. I don't know what, what Derek's got going on. I don't either, but it's intriguing. <laughs> So he then told other coffee makers about his technique, and it took off from there. Nice. Um, that's mostly what I could find from the New Zealand side, is that mm-hmm. we have at least a definitive person who says, I made this. Okay. Given that he just might be the, the Edison of the coffee world, where he says, <laughs> I made and perfected this, and now he has patent on it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know how legit. Pulling it is. out those, pull out that historic drama reference though. <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I listen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna get into the Australian side. Okay. Um, this is with Kenny, uh, who gave us that quote at the beginning of the episode. Mm. Um, it's also gonna be from the Washington Post, who gave us a little bit of the history from the Australian side. Okay. So. According to the Washington Post, a wave of Italian immigrants coming to Australia following World War II brought coffee culture with them. When they opened up their shops, it was an Italian-style coffee, which means it was all espresso-based. Because that's, as we've learned, all that main Europe uses is just espresso. Mm -hmm. In their cafe culture. Yes. (laughs) Derek. Um, they claimed that New Zealand didn't see this kind of immigration and their espresso drinks weren't really a thing until the 1990s. And if you remember, Derek Townsend claimed to have started making flat whites in the 80s. So this is a lot of he said, he said. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, there really is no definitive point unless one of them is right and one of them is wrong. Yeah. So. I'm really excited for when somebody waltzes out of like mongolia and they're like hey what's up i made the flat white in the 1970s (laughs) (laughs) just some other country plot twist it was actually coming from china and like all of the good things they've invented they kept it secret for a lot longer than it needed to be Mm. yep yep that's what happened (laughs) (laughs) so one thing does seem to reign true consistently and Mm -hmm. that's the naming convention a lot of experts tend to agree that the drink was named by the Australians, so whatever name they gave it stuck. Okay. Um, it's because of the way Australians refer to their coffee drinks. So a regular espresso would be a short black. And you're going to see some consistency because that's also how the New Zealanders name their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know <laughs> who to believe here. Uh Um, one made larger with the addition of hot water is called a long black and one Mm -hmm. added with milk is called a flat white. So my biggest question is if this was actually referring to the velvety drink or if it's just supposed to be like an espresso with milk, like a latte. Hmm. So they do mention 
that their flat whites tend to be smaller than a latte or a cappuccino, uh, as Mm -hmm. described by Kenny earlier. Okay. Um, One unusual thing about the Starbucks version of the drink is that they have varying sizes uh, of the drink, which is not traditional. Mm -hmm. Their recipe consists of two ristretto shots, which is more concentrated and sweeter espresso, less water, and full-fat milk. I use 2% today because, ouch, that would hurt my tummy. Yep. Um, And this milk has been heated, but not quite steamed. Okay. And one of my favorite theories for this whole Australian side to the argument um, is that one coffee blogger, Peter Thompson, thinks that the milk of free-range cows in New Zealand and Australia tends to the milk tends to harden and turn into large bubbles when frothed so heating it up to just the right temperature will give you that velvety texture that you're looking for that's a little concerning i think it has less preservatives and it's not ultra pasteurized like ours okay their milk is probably very different and less processed i'll allow it (laughs) Not not pasteurized, homogenized. Our our milk is extremely homogenized. So okay. I think that might make a difference. To where we can get that microphone, there probably just turns into big bubbles. I also don't know what they feed their cows. Grass. And how many hormones they put in their cows. I don't know. Free range can mean a lot of things, but maybe they have better standards in New Zealand and Australia. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That goes into a topic that I'm not ready to talk about. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's something Moving we on. like to go. We're just going to ignore that. <laughs> I drink soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> I drink almond milk. Not for that reason, but. <laughs> I drink almond milk, not because it's good for the environment or anything. Because it's not. <laughs> it just doesn't hurt my tummy and it's low calorie. <laughs> uh-huh. So, when I went to Drift Coffee in Wilmington, I tried to order a medium flat white. I got a really good lecture on why they only offer one size, <laughs> and I'll pick. I'll post a picture of the cup. Mm-hmm. Also, if uh, I'm waiting to hear back from our favorite barista from Drift, Trey, mm-hmm. um, who gave me all this really good information last time I'm, I was there. Unfortunately, that was like six months ago at least, and uh, I remember almost none of it. So. But he remembered you. He did. I I ended up calling the shop, and they were too mm-hmm. busy, and the, the voicemail said, you can text this number that you called at. I was like, all right, bet. So I hung up <laughs> and texted, and I gave this long explanation of who I was and why I wanted all this information. And the mm-hmm. barista answers and goes, hi, this sounds really familiar. I think I spoke to you. I'm Trey. And I go, yes, that's who it was. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry. I couldn't remember your name. Uh-huh. So, Trey, I am so sorry if you happen to be listening mm. to this episode. Um, but once he does get back to us, I will post uh, his explanation along with any pictures that he sends us because he's going to mm. be giving us a really good answer for this on why mm. it's different with the Australian version. Mm-hmm. So, very excited to... He oh, he gave such a good, well-educated description Probably way better than anything I've just said. (laughs) So I'll be looking forward to posting his answer soon. Unfortunately, I can't include it in this episode because I I procrastinated. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) It'd be like that sometimes, you know? 
you know when you think about, oh, I need to call them, and then you go, oh, I'll call them later, and you just never get mm-hmm. around to it because you're afraid to make that phone call? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that- Or you just, like, don't have the energy? Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get caught up a lot on, like, I need to call, but I don't feel like calling and then explaining why I'm calling. I just want to call and get the answer without having to speak. Exactly. I was so thankful when they were like, you can text. I was like, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so update on that hopefully before this episode comes out hopefully so according to kenny um the popularity of the drink in australia is partly due to patriotism Ooh. so australians have taken ownership of the drink as something that is uniquely your their yours ours <laughs> our coffee <laughs> something that is uniquely theirs just like <laughs> the lamington or pavlova I don't know what either of those are, but I guess they're Australian. I'm going to Google it real quick. Okay, thank you. Lamington is an Australian cake made from squares of butter cake or sponge cake coated in an outer layer of chocolate sauce and rolled in desiccated. Desiccated? D-E-S-I-C-C-A-T-E-D. Coconut. That word can't (laughs) mean what I think it means. So anyway, it's a sponge cake with chocolate and coconut. What's the other one? Pavlova is a meringue-based dessert named after the Russian ballerina Anna Pavlova. It has a crisp crust, ooh, crisp crust, and soft little little <laughs> soft light inside. Soft little with... inside. <laughs> it's like a little. It's almost like an angel food cake with fruit on top. Okay. <laughs> Desiccated coconut is is coconut that is fresh, uh, that has been shredded or flaked and dried. All right. So yes, it is a uh, dried coconut. <laughs> Perfect. What does desiccated mean? Oh, desiccated is having all moisture removed or dried out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Smices. So, um, <laughs> mm, Smices. <laughs> Sorry, that took a second. <laughs> um, all good. Let me, with context, Australians uh-huh. have taken ownership of the drink that is something that is completely uniquely theirs, just like the Lamington or Pavlova, uh, whether or not its origins are actually Australian. So I think mm-hmm. even Australians are just like, mm, yeah, it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's ours now. <laughs> so in Australia, they don't, te- they don't drink nearly as much coffee as we do. As a matter of fact, they're in the lower percentages of coffee drinkers. Okay. But their country is known for having incredible coffee consistently. Mm. So um, there was, in one of the articles I was reading, whoever the blogger was, possibly Kenny, was uh, traveling in New York and there was an Australian coffee shop. And he goes, finally, a decent cup of coffee. You don't have that kind of thought while you're walking around in Australia because every coffee shop you're likely to get a decent cup of coffee where Mm. the technique will vary from shop to shop on whether it's actually brewed well whether it's been oversteeped, the proportions are wrong they're just Mm. they're more consistent with their coffees in an interview with leon unglick uh sorry (laughs) unglick all right in an interview with oh yeah unglick yeah (laughs) yeah sorry i couldn't find it right away you're good (laughs) <laughs> in an interview with Leon Unglick, the owner of an Australian coffee shop and Vox Media, 
He credited the European immigrants for, from countries such as Italy and Greece that brought coffee to Australians' shores, where the other blogger credited Italian immigrants for bringing over this coffee culture. Mm-hmm. But according to Vice and Vox, Australians have firmly rejected Starbucks. <laughs> they used the word firmly. I I was reading that and I kind of just lost it at <laughs> the uh, sternness of how mm-hmm. much they don't like Starbucks. Yeah. The franchise opened 84 stores in Australia in 2000. Would you like to take a uh-huh. guess on how many are left? I'm going to say the 15. That's not a bad guess. Because Australia is still kind of big. Yeah. There are 24 stores remaining. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not many. Like- yeah, Australians have recognized the the sadness of American coffee. Mm. It's just not Listen. European. That is a almost 30% success rate, so I think that's pretty good. I mean, that's not bad. It's not like in Israel where they opened it up and then immediately it got it shut down because they weren't drinking it. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Israel was like, ah, uh, no. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Australia is just like, fine, I guess you can stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is popularity uh, in the flat white in both mm-hmm. Australia and New Zealand. Okay. According to both Keaton and Kinney, the flat white was highly ranked in both countries, but the flat white is superior to lattes in New Zealand and about equal in Australia. Hmm. Kinney mentions in an interview that many Aussies will come out of a coffee shop and mention how the flat white tasted as a baseline for goodness uh, for the coffee huh. shop's ratings. Uh-huh. So they'd be like, man, that place serves a good flat white. And that's how you're like, yeah, they, they serve a good cup of coffee. Ah, so okay. they'll use the flat white as their main judgment drink. <laughs> no which pressure. Is, which is kind of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what I do, which is why I hold Drift Coffee at such a high standard because it's literally the best drink I've ever had. Mm. I might have to start doing that. I also uh, judge sushi restaurants on their eel. <laughs> mm, yes but that is unrelated <laughs> i just want I, sushi. honestly i judge sushi restaurants on their shrimp tempura because a lot of places seem to make it like especially chewy and it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. that's a good one to base that's it so off good. of too mm-hmm. i know when their food is fresh because good eel will just kind of melt like butter in your mm-hmm. mouth and when you have to chew on it not fresh not good mm-hmm. I want sushi. I know, right? So Keaton mentioned uh, that if you were to order just a coffee in New Zealand, you would most likely be handed a flat white. All right. That is their coffee. That's fair. (laughs) I guess you could ask for an espresso or you can ask Mm -hmm. for a coffee. You'd be handed a flat white because it's it's essentially an espresso with milk. Yeah. Just served in correct proportions. Correct proportions. Hmm. So. Interesting. That was a very confusing history and not very good (laughs) answers, but that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
If anything, you just gave clarity to the plethora of options. Yes. And now it is up to you, dear listeners, to decide which team you're on. <laughs> hashtag Team New Zealand. Hashtag Team Australia. Hashtag Team Starbucks. <laughs> hashtag. 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 <laughs> hashtag Derek is wrong anyway. <laughs> Either way, Derek is incorrect. All right. So that's all I got. <laughs> cool. Um, I do have a quiz for us to take. Before we do that, do you want to tell them specifically what we made since there's so many different options? Absolutely. Yeah. So the version of the flat white that I had us try um, was far from perfect, but I we did our best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I t- uh, pulled on my old barista days and mm-hmm. gave us a makeshift recipe for a flat white from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And the way we did this was we heated up and steamed half a cup of milk of choice. I ended up using 2% because that's what we had. And I felt like using real milk instead of almond milk. Allie used Mm -hmm. soy. You can absolutely use whatever milk substitute you want. And then I used two shots of espresso in a small cup. uh, Definitely smaller than your average mug. Mm -hmm. And then... Allie used concentrated decaf in in lieu of espresso, which is fine. (laughs) So I don't die. (laughs) Because that's what espresso is. It's concentrated coffee. Mm -hmm. Just with yumminess and less bitterness. Yeah. So once the milk was steamed, we did our high to low pouring where you start high, come low, and then... Pour until you have just a little bit of foam left and leave a little dot in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that was our flat white from Starbucks. Yeah. Typically, you'll get that or a little bit of latte art. A lot of uh, a lot of places will uh, decide to do the dot instead. Mm-hmm. It's just easier. I don't know how to make latte yeah. art. They didn't teach me that. One day, when we are more comfortable recording videos... Mm-hmm. We are going to make latte art. I absolutely want to do that <laughs> so much. Uh-huh. I've tried before and it did not go well. I like tried it half-heartedly a couple times and I, t- t- nope, going to need more concentration. I need to be better at making steamed milk. Mm. It's a lot harder to do it without my industrial machine that I had at work. I miss mm. it so much. I miss that espresso maker. <laughs> it was so nice. I mean, the- the um, frother that you got me makes a lot of steamed milk. Well, it makes a lot of foam mm-hmm. from steamed milk. So you would have a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the recipe we used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was not bitter at all, which is different from my regular coffee. So I'm happy about that. Mine tasted a whole lot like regular coffee. It could have used more sugar. It was definitely not as sweet as I would have liked it. But I think that's just... Me adding way too much creamer to my coffee normally. Ah, <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if I smacked that a little too hard. It's not sweet enough. Nope. Which means I didn't do the milk quite right. Mm. How sweet is it supposed to be? I mean, this isn't bitter at all. Mine is like a little bitter, but just bitter that I'm used to. 
it should have a smooth texture and yep. um like the word they use to describe it is velvet and it's just because mm-hmm. of the, the level at which it's foamed instead of being foamy it should uh-huh. be just before it gets foamy which is just hot milk <laughs> hot milk but oh better. i could have just made hot milk but and I don't know. It's not bitter. It's supposed to be a sweeter espresso with not bitter. I can't describe it. Brain stopped working. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, the word I would use to describe mine is thick. Okay. It's definitely thick. It is bitter, though. Do you think it's because of the soy milk or be- did you use soy milk? Yeah, but no, the soy milk isn't usually that thick. I think it's the, the steaming process. It's definitely not as good as I had at Drift, uh-huh. but it's not bad. I also don't like milk. I also may have made my coffee too strong. Did you do one to one? Yeah, but I did four tablespoons to four tablespoons. Ooh, that uh-huh. is a lot. I was worried about not having enough liquid. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, an espresso is 30 milliliters, I think. How many tablespoons is that? I have no idea. Let's see. Um, apparently, one tablespoon is 14.7868 milliliters. So, so about you two tablespoons. Two of those. So you did a little bit much. A little bit much. <laughs> a little bit much. But you also got to account for when you put it in the French press, you're not going to get all that liquid back out. So That's true. I also believe that the original recipe was a double shot of espresso to one cup. No, it couldn't be one cup because the cup was so small. So probably only half a cup of milk. Did it make two? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> this was recipe. This recipe. This, re- this recipe is a little uh, wing it kind of vibe. <laughs> Feel that. The chai is going to be kind of the same. Yeah. This is uh, me trying to bring back my barista days. So I have a quiz for us to take. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So the quiz I have for you are mm-hmm. is, are you more New Zealand or Australia when it comes to your taste in food? We're about to find out what side you're on. Yeah. <laughs> it better be consistent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you want your bacon and eggs? In a pie or on a plate? And by pie, they mean kind of like a quiche. By pie, they mean a quiche. A quiche. A quiche. I am going to go on a plate. All right. Mm -hmm. What do you want to eat with your fish and chips? A potato slash scallop cake or a pora fritter? It's just a fritter of some kind. Okay, would you like a, a scallop or potato cake or uh, a I'm, fritter? I'm going to go with a potato. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Which fruit appeals most to you? Fejos? It looks like a little fig. Uh-huh. Or mangoes. Mangoes. How do you want your marshmallow? <laughs> covered in chocolate or on a biscuit, <laughs> then covered in chocolate? <laughs> I think on a biscuit and then covered in chocolate is going to be the closest I'm going to get to a s'more. So Okay, yeah. We're going to go with that. That's fair. What is your favorite childhood treat? Lolly cake or <laughs> chocolate spiders? 
<laughs> a lolly cake looks like somebody ate a fruit cake and vomited back up. Yeah. I think this is like chocolate covered pretzels that are just kind of in a glob or potentially yeah. a marshmallow or like taffy cake. Or potato sticks covered in chocolate, which are also oh, very, very good. Oh, yeah. That could that could be very well a thing. I'm going to go with that. That, sounds, that seems like a safer bet than whatever that other thing is. The chocolate spiders? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, that one looks hey. much more appetizing. Pick a baked good. <laughs> Afghans <laughs> or lamingtons? Well, I don't like coconut that much, so Afghans it is. Okay. Uh, the Afghans look like a thumbprint cookie if you had chocolate and a little bit of walnut on top of it. Mm-hmm. Choose something to drink. Uh, pa- pas- <laughs> passion flavored, passion fruit flavored soda potentially. It's by Schweppes. Shona? Schweppes. Or L and P, which is a lemon, lemon something, something. It's a lemony drink. I probably lemon. Good and- lemonade. Good lemonish stuff is what the label says. Good lemonish stuff. Yep. It's a lemon drink that's carbonated, I think. I'm going to go with the passion fruit. I don't know if I like passion fruit. I also don't like lemons. I, I know lemon gives me heartburn, so. Oh, that's fair. Uh-huh. Which chocolate do you want to snack on? Here here we have a cultural difference. Um, uh-huh. Smarties, which in the United States are just sugar. So it's definitely mm-hmm. not the Smarties that we know. I think they're closer to M&M's, mm-hmm. but they're made by Nestle or okay. Jaffa's, which might be like a like a Red Hot or something. Maybe. You might want to look up the flavor of that. I'm going to look it Oh, up. it can't be a Red Hot. It has to be chocolate. I have no idea what a Jaffa is or if it's pronounced Hoffa. It looks like a similar shell to M&M's. Oh. With chocolate inside. Just oh, a chocolate orange in a crispy shell. Orange? Oh, so it's orange flavored orange. chocolate. Yeah, Ooh. which makes sense because a Jaffa cake from the UK is has orange in it. Gotcha. Okay. So which would you prefer? Um, I'm going to go with Smarties. Do you want cheese in your meat pie? That sounds uh, yeah. disgusting. The way oh. it's phrased. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But we're going to put cheese hey. in the meat pie. <laughs> hey, girl. You want some cheese in your meat pie? Mm. <laughs> Which pavlova is more appealing? Um, You're going to just have to look. Because this yeah. one does not have words. Uh, let me describe it to you, though. Mm-hmm. This looks like a meringue cake, almost. Like a meringue on the outside. Or if you smushed an angel food cake. But it, it has like cracks. <laughs> yeah. So it makes me think that there's like a meringue coating or something. And then it's topped with whipped cream and fresh fruit. Or uh-huh. or cool whip and fresh fruit. And the other one is kind of stacked. Where it still has that smushed texture but thinner. And it's layered with more fruit and cream cheese. In like kind of like stacked crepe style. I'm going to go with the second one because it looks especially like if you went to a specialty pancake house and asked for a strawberry shortcake pancake, mm-hmm. that's what you would get. It looks really good. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to go with the second one? Yes. What do you prefer on your toast? Vegemite or Marmite? I've never had either of these. I'm sorry that there isn't a neither option. I'm going to go with Marmite. Okay. Because I is that the original one and then we made a Vegemite? Is that what it is? I have no idea. I know that Vegemite was so. made with leftover craft ingredients. Like it was whatever was at the bottom of the pot. Gross. It's as gross as it seems, but they love it. Yeah. Okay. Marmite. It is. Does this sachet mean anything to you? You know what it means to me. Not the right brand, but. Yeah, I don't. This doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, to me, it means cracked chicken. All right. Because so he uses that in cracked chicken. Soup or dip? Dip. All right. It's going to be the closest thing Yeah, it thing also we makes me think of cracked chicken. Uh-huh. Okay. You're headed to the bakery. What do you choose? A vanilla slice or a custard square? First of all, that square is huge. <laughs> Why do these look like a thin line of pastry? Some custard in the middle, thin line of pastry, and icing is the vanilla slice. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is the same thing, but thicker. Yeah. I'm going to go custard slice. Okay. Or custard square, sorry. This is odd. <laughs> Dude, I want to go there just for the food. I like that we're getting more and more specific uh-huh. to Australia and New Zealand foods that, like, I don't know what these <laughs> are. <laughs> I don't know what the right answer is. Choose a lolly that might ruin your molars. <laughs> <laughs> a K bar, which is some kind of raspberry toffee, or fantails, mm-hmm. which just looked like a, a wrapped taffy of some kind, like a, a wrapped caramel. It is a chewy caramel Ooh, with rich it. chocolate coating. So I'm going to go with that. All right. What do you want to have with a slice of cake? Ice cream or just cream? ice cream (laughs) why would you pour cream on a cake is it like heavy cream like condensed milk it might be sweet and condensed milk yeah i don't want wet ice cream your taste (laughs) wet cake all right you don't like food uh you don't like food (laughs) you don't like food you don't like your food too heavy and you're not overly fussy with anything you like your meals and snacks to be on the lighter side especially in the summer your taste buds are Aussie as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beep that. It's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Do you want to do it real quick? Yeah. And you your results? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, how do you want your bacon and eggs? In a pie. All right. What do you want to eat with your fish and chips? A potato scallop cake. Which fruit appeals to you most? Magna. <laughs> Mangoes. <laughs> I got it. (laughs) How do you you want your marshmallow? Covered in chocolate. All right. Reminds me of those little Santas that you get that are just covered in, it's the marshmallow Santas. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm also going to choose the spiders. Okay. Baked good. Um, Afghans or lamingtons? Lamingtons. I love coconut. Do you want the passion fruit or the lemonish stuff? I don't know if I want either of those. Um... I think I'll also do the passion fruit. Okay. Which chocolate do you want? I want Smarties, a.k.a. M&M's. Yep. They look familiar. Do you want cheese in your meat pie? Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's better. 
Um, do you want the crack cake or the strawberry shortcake? I want the crack cake. <laughs> that thing looks <laughs> awesome. Do you want Vegemite or Marmite? I want Vegemite just because I don't know what it is. I don't know how it tastes. Maybe okay. it's good. What does the onion sachet mean to you? Dip. Okay. I like that. I like that that one's soup or dip. Soup? Question mark and a dip. period. Um, do you want the vanilla slice or the custard square? Oh, I want that custard square. You're darn right. You're darn tootin'. You're darn tootin'. <laughs> Choose a lolly that might ruin your molars. I want the K-bar. I love raspberry flavored anything. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume you want ice cream and not just cream. Uh, yes, actually. Okay. Very much so. <clears throat> your taste buds are Aussie as Whoop, whoop, whoop. We got the same get thing. It? Yeah. It's not very often that we get something different. I think the only times we've gotten something different is 4th of July and maybe the color one. Yeah, the color one, we were slightly different shades of green. Yeah. Um, There's been a couple others. Lately, they remember they've them off the, the top of my head. Yeah. There was one. Oh, the New Year's ones were different. Yeah. Because I was chaos. Okay. All right. So, all right. So that's all we have for this episode. Yeah. Allie, what is next? So, um, up next, we are going to go take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back to actual chai. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a yeah. long time coming. Uh huh. So, as always, I'd like to thank our listeners for consistently listening to us, for not consistent consistently listening to us, for just being here to listen to us just this one episode Mm -hmm. as always all of my (laughs) sources will be in the episode notes uh this includes my research sources quiz and recipe more or less i'll I'll kind of handwrite a recipe for you personalized you can also find our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com that's webrewgood.podbean.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Speaking of Spotify, um, we are getting so close to everyone being able to leave comments. Um, Spotify now has it to where you can leave a five-star review. Um, if we get enough of those, you can leave a comment and say specific things about our show, which is mm-hmm. so exciting. So yeah. please, please, please go on Apple Podcast and Spotify to go ahead and leave us that five-star review. Um, we just love doing this so much, and it would mean everything if we could spread it to more people. Mm-hmm. And um, some exciting news, too. Facebook has updated so that you can add podcasts directly to Facebook. Nice. So that should be coming soon. Uh, may be implemented by the time this comes out, but may not. We'll see. So keep your eye out, Facebook. Yeah. And speaking of which... You can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WeBrewGood, or you can send us an email directly at WeBrewGood at gmail.com. And don't forget that your guinea pig definitely needs to not try a flat white because the caffeine might kill it. Mm. But... But I would give your guinea pig a five-star rating. I would give your guinea pig a five-star rating. Oh, my God. No way. And then in the comments, we'd be like, oh, my God, I love your guinea pig. Yes, I love your – oh, I love everyone's guinea pigs. Post 
post pictures of your guinea pig to our Facebook. We'll like them. We'll love them. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> tell, be sure to tell your neighbor's nephew's guinea pig about our show. And mm-hmm. as always, stay, stay brutal. <laughs> <laughs> tell your guinea pig and deuces. <laughs> tell your guinea pig, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>